Big Dog Baltar, Matt Icorn, Jordan Flegel. Even though Jordan has a fish in the background, some yeah, kind I put of up fish, a fish, some kind of weird hat. It's another. Uh, it's another one of these days where it's uh, like, yeah, we're probably not going to upload this on YouTube. So I'm just going to describe Jordan <laughs> to you guys. I'm going to tell you what he's wearing, kind of like a uh, 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 one of those phone hotlines. Jordan knows the ones. Uh, you know, now, so Jordan, uh, how long does it take you to plan these outfits in the morning, man? Are you just winging this? No, it's a uh, it's a consequence of you know getting up and not knowing what to have. So I throw on you know whatever like the, the shirt I have on right now, Matt. It's not very comfortable. It's uh, it's big, but nothing else was clean. It was laundry day mm-hmm. yesterday, so uh, you know everything's still in the machine. I had to throw it on, and then you know the hat completed the look. Though I wish people could see me. Maybe we will throw. We should throw this one on on fa- uh, on YouTube. I should say, and going forward, we should just for my fashion though. Uh, not really for the takes or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just for the dress. Yeah. It's kind of like a uh, maybe you and uh, like Westbrook. That's uh, kind of how I see it. The, like a fashion, yeah. a fashion contest or something. That would be good. Uh, go down the yeah, road that's my pregame. Uh, I walk how, when I walk you, to my closet to record. You know, I'm 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 mm-hmm. I'm aware. You know, the world is you know it's got eyes on me. So yeah, same type of deal. Uh, now you just need to take it to the next level. You need to start adding some you know, maybe some political statements. Yeah, you're right. It's, uh, there needs to be you're something right. here. There needs to be some depth, uh, but it's Big Doug Well Talk. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, recapping uh, another wild weekend of the NBA. Uh, to start it off, who would have thought? Brittle Bones boy, Anthony Davis, shutting us up, going off for 55 points. Uh, it was a dominant display by Anthony Davis, uh, who's really kind of finally, not well, one, finally healthy. Brittle yeah. Bones boy might actually have just bones. Um, do you see that dog died, Jordan? So sad. I don't know uh, who that fucking the, dog the bone, is. The bones are no Who bones. is that oh, dog? R.I.P. Oh, so sorry. Ah, who cares? Uh, <sighs> but Anthony Davis, he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, and he's, uh, yeah, he's, he, he, he was balling out against the Wizards and, you know, 55 points against, uh, you know, when you're primarily matched up with Christoph Porzingis. That's pretty yeah. impressive. One of the better interior <laughs> defenders out there, seven foot three. And, uh, you know, he looked, uh. He, he didn't look. He looked like barbecue chicken out there. Right. Uh, and you know, if Anthony Davis can kind of keep playing to the the level that he's been at, like these last couple of weeks, you know, maybe the Lakers season, uh, you know, maybe there's hope. Maybe there's hope here because I think everyone said, you know, Anthony Davis is an amazing player, but he's just never healthy. Uh, and this is, uh, you know, this is this could be the season maybe that we get that he's fully healthy and he can get through it. Uh, and we could end up seeing the Lakers maybe go for uh, a bit of a run because you know. LeBron, he needs this right now. He really needs to have uh, Anthony Davis going off like this on a regular basis, taking off that load. Because you know, old man LeBron, he can't uh, can't do it alone. No, anymore. hell no. And before I get into, it, I had to take off my hat, Matt. I could. It was too distracting. I was looking at myself. I look like a London taxi mm-hmm. driver or something. Uh, so you know, we're, we're we're done with that for the, the London day. look. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, don't look now, Matt. The fucking Lakers are a half game behind the Timberwolves. Like what what's going on? Like mm-hmm. if. Yeah. You know, and and I do right behind Rudy the country. We, we kid. said it last uh, last um, uh, pod that you know we we talked about how open the Western Conference was, and you know the Lakers playing like this is is pretty you know perfectly timed to get get themselves up in there. And to be honest, they're already they're already in it. Like they're already in you know they're at the very bottom of like the jumble, but they're already there. Like they just need to mm. keep you know, winning at an average pace, um, you know, to, to stay in the mix. And, and everyone was really worried about like, like the, this, this trip they just went on, you know, they obviously just beat the wizards, but then before that, uh, their game before that against the bucks was maybe the game of the year or early game of the year when they went, you know, went into Milwaukee and it was, you know, barn burner, like really close game down the stretch. LeBron had an amazing game, mm-hmm. AD with 40 plus in that one as well, like going crazy. So like everyone was worried about the Lakers on this road trip, and and they just you know that that, that they're on right now, and they just they just won all the way through it, and uh, like yeah, it, it, we we talked about it too. Even when LeBron went out, like Anthony Davis, you are in the prime of your career. You know, a lot of people skill wise think of you as like probably the best big man in the league or one of them, you know, I guess, it, yeah, you know, Embiid's yeah. in the conversation now, but, you know, back, back when he was, you know, with, with new Orleans, um, like when you're talking about like two way guys, especially if you consider him like a four, uh, he's, he's been the, well, last night, five, five blocks. Yeah. Too, right? Yeah. And it will believe that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's insane. So like, you know, he's, he's always been thought of as like this, you know, that type of guy, like a top five guy, uh, you know, when he's at his best and, 
the the issue was me with, with or my my issue with him wasn't that he was always injured. That was a big issue too. But it was that he was he would play and he would float in and out of games and be completely dis- disengaged. And once in a while, would put up good stats. But it was like he wasn't even you know affecting winning at all. But now it's flipped, and he he is mm-hmm. the reason that the Lakers are you know have been have been good. Like I think they're eight and two in their last ten, uh, and and it's all because of him. And because you know LeBron. LeBron's doing his thing too, but I think, you know, with this team and, you know, you mentioned it too, with how old LeBron is now, it's got to start with Anthony Davis. I don't, I don't think, I think Anthony Davis having good yeah. games is what allows then LeBron to have good games and, you know, they, they, they build off each other. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it, we said that if the Lakers are going to rescue their season, it's got to be Anthony Davis, uh, you know, getting back to that incredible play that he's only shown in flashes over the last few years and and now he's putting it together consistently it's it's pretty crazy it's pretty you know remarkable what he's doing and uh and yeah on both ends like yeah I was going up against Porzingis but he you know he he, he bodied him like he bullied him last night and you know he the, the oh, length yeah. was not yeah. an issue you know getting boards just going right back up with it and he he didn't even have to go that deep in his bag like that's the other thing I'm liking about Anthony Davis he's cut out all the cute stuff I think maybe Darvin Ham had a talk with him couple weeks ago and said but dude Mm -hmm. stop shooting threes because you're not making them it's not working and you know last night it was all just little little like bunny shots like little little layups off pick and rolls you know working hard offensive rebounds like they were all like very like old school power forward you know cleanup crew type of uh you know buckets that he was getting a couple of elbow jumpers i think uh off, yeah. off the block but those yeah are good and shots. especially for him like he loves working through the mid-range but you know he didn't have to do anything crazy he wasn't making tough shots it was just a lot of you know mm-hmm. stuff that you know high percentage shots for him and uh and yeah no it was it was like uh, i i i think People now, and because even myself, I'm doing it, like thinking ahead to like, you know, if he is going to play like this and you can have LeBron out there, um, you know, doing what he's been doing recently, which has been amazing as well. Like he had a 40 point game not all that long ago. Also, it might have been like right after, he, mm-hmm. you know, in, in in his first game back, I think it might have been. Um, but like he's he's playing well as well. Uh, again, you know, somehow uh, at this is advanced age. And then if you look, you know, if you're just talking about like the Lakers outlook. If you look at Russell Westbrook. He's also, you know, kept doing what the thing that he, you know we needed him to do, which is stop shooting and just go around and and you know mm-hmm. use your speed or whatever, but always pass it. Like even at the end of that game when the Wizards were flirting with a bit of a comeback, you could tell a couple times, you know, Russ had the ball down the stretch. You'd uh, you'd expect him, you know, the old the old Russ to pull up for a you know ill advised fucking shot, but. He, he knows now. He just dumped it yeah. off to Anthony Davis a few times. Um, and, you know, he had 15 assists last night. So, like, he's – everything's kind of falling I, I, into place for the Lakers. Yeah. Well, I, I think, honestly, they just kind of – like you said, kind of, the, you know, just go back to the basics and keep, yeah. it, keep it clean, keep yeah. it simple. Because uh, that's all you need to do. The Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis pick and roll actually was working. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and it was and because and only Anthony Davis was shooting at the end of those <laughs> – you know? Exactly. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not like it's a when you have guys like this on your team, you would think, and that's why I think a lot of the like the flack went to the Lakers because you know you should be able to figure out a way to win, and also this is a good sign and uh, lesson for a lot of other teams in the league. You know, there is uh you know there, the the basics can win you games. You don't need to do all these crazy movements. You don't need to be hitting the horn. You don't need to be doing all this other shit. Yeah. All you need to do is just go. Get your best players, get them in action, get them in movement, and uh, you know you can find a way to get buckets with them. Yeah. It's not uh, it, there's just certain things that will always get through. And the pick and roll with uh, you know dominant big man like uh, AD when he's healthy like this, uh, that that's just always going to work unless you have some kind of generational <laughs> defensive talent uh, on, on the other side, which you know unfortunately the Wizards don't possess right yeah. now. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how you know if he can maintain this because. Uh, you know, depending on how far they vault up. I mean, the numbers he's putting up right now, people are kind of, you know, comparing the the conversation, you know, uh, comparing him to, to Giannis, comparing their stats, comparing their output. Uh, you know, I think that's a little bit yeah, ludicrous. Uh, but, uh, the, but the numbers do line up. Yeah, I think yeah. Anthony Davis, you know, he's, He's able to put together very quietly, like impressive stat lines. Because yeah. again, he's not uh, the, and he he did this in uh, you know uh, his time in New Orleans as well. I think just since he went to Lakers, you know, AD kind of goes Hollywood. He wants yeah. to be uh, <laughs> the the bigger superstar. Uh, yeah. But in New Orleans, he really was just kind of a 
a dominant big man that would uh, you know control the boards, yep. project yep. some shots, and then just dunk on everybody's head. Yep. Uh, and then you know maybe take one one or two threes if uh, he was open. And back then that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so again, uh, yeah, I'm hoping the brow can keep keep up the, the the good work so far. And you know maybe maybe get maybe make these Lakers team uh, interesting. Who knows? Because uh, they're they're still thinking about possibly making moves. Uh, yeah. You know right now uh, there, there's been rumors for Westbrook and picks. Of course that's uh been the popular one. But I don't really think that makes sense right now with the way he's been playing. Yeah. Uh, and then the other uh, side of it is, uh, I, I believe it's uh, it's Kendrick Nunn, and uh, I'm just going to check my notes really quick uh, to be sure. That, yeah, it's Kendrick Nunn and Patrick Beverly, which is like a garbage package, um, but that's that's what they're kind of trying to use to entice some of these teams. Yeah. Uh, and the main team they're looking at right now is a team that we've talked about before, too, that's really been struggling, Chicago Bulls, uh, DeRozan and Vucevic. It, those two would not be a good fit at the Lakers, but still, yet they're they're eyeing them. They just want uh, all these guards that can't shoot. Yeah, yeah. I think it like as much as I would like, you know, the story of it. You know, Demar going back home and you know, uh, theoretically playing on a good team. You know, in another or you know whatever the you whatever you classify the Lakers as right now. But you know, a, a team that has other uh, you know offensive weapons. You know, good players. That that's all fine, but like, yeah, the the fact that Demar can't shoot from 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 three, like I, I just I don't think you know the the Lakers would be wise to put that big three together. I don't think a LeBron, AD, mm-hmm. and Demar big three would work all that well. I don't think it would be With like a Vooch. disaster. Uh, and yeah, and Vooch, yeah. you know, in there for the you know the big three and a half, uh, and, and Vooch as well. Like you know, you, uh, another guy who you're uh, like. Uh, I, him and Anthony Davis playing together is kind of, you know, I don't think that would be like a total disaster either, but I don't think it's the, the best idea. If you look back, you know, Anthony Davis, uh, you know, in the game last night and through this whole run, they've been winning. What has he been playing? He's been playing center, like the idiot, uh, you know, yeah. who re- resisted it for so long um, when everyone knew it was coming. You know, every every big man his size now plays center. Like the, the power forward doesn't really exist anymore. Anthony Davis's position that he used to play, uh, you know, when, when he would be the four and there'd be another big guy next to him, it doesn't make sense anymore. Um, and, and yeah. so, you know, playing him in Vooch, you know, uh, I, I think it, you know, just, just it takes away your defensive advantage with, with, uh, you know, AD under the basket. Uh, you, cause then, you know, he's got to go out there and, you know, chase guys around. Uh, so yeah, that, that fit doesn't work. The DeMar fit on the perimeter, you know, we don't, don't have to get into, it doesn't work that well. Cause DeMar is not really yeah. a good defender. He's not going to stretch the floor. Uh, you know, you don't really need his playmaking when you have LeBron. So it's weird, but like, I don't know. I think, you know, if you, if you did it, you know, you'd be getting rid of Westbrook, whatever, uh, you know, losing Pat Bev too. You're losing another like ball handler. Like who's going to play like point guard other than LeBron. Then you just relying on like Schroeder. Uh, that that's another weird aspect of it. Yeah. Or, or, uh, AK, um, uh, or sorry, AR, not AK. God. Um, but, uh, different, well, different, different, hockey, different <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like uh, at the end of the day though, if I'm looking forward, like in, let's say the Lakers make the play in slash playoffs, maybe having those two guys mm-hmm. would like raise your ceiling. Uh, but I would go, I would still do the Indiana one over that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny just like, you know, the bulls also probably would not be interested in this. Yeah, and why would the Bulls want to do this? It doesn't make sense. The Lakers Lakers really just don't understand the value of the players that they're trying to get (laughs) in response to the ones that they're trying to offer up. So... Uh, again, yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Anthony Davis, uh, you know, continues this season. And, you know, uh, I, I hope that he's, uh, you know, he does stay healthy and the brittle bone boy is a thing of the past, but, uh, we've seen this uh, yeah. song and dance before. So we're going to monitor the situation closely, but, uh, you know, hopefully the Lakers, you know, maybe they'll keep it going. It's always interesting. We can talk with the Lakers. Uh, but, yeah. uh, to move on now, uh, <laughs> you know, there was, uh, there's, there's kind of a, you know, a, another new King kind of emerging out in the West, and it's not the Sacramento Kings, but the New Orleans Pelicans, a team that you know we we've talked about before. They're insane. Uh, they've been you know moving steadily up through the the Western Conference standings. Uh, and you know, Alvarado, huge night last night as well. You know, Anthony Davis had fifty five, which overshadowed him, and uh, you know this guy dropped thirty eight points, and that's not really yeah. something that you know. I think anybody would expect from his game at this point in his career, you know, but it's just kind of there as like a pesky, you know, distributor. 
uh, if anything, good, decent, reliable uh, defender. FYI, but... every single every single one of his points for those who didn't watch came off the little Alvarado sneak. He would just the other team would try inbound it, <laughs> yeah. come from the bench, steal it, did that. Uh, you know uh, what's thirty eight divided by two times? Yeah, that's how he did it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, sixteen times, correct? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't there know. we go. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely. I don't know. Thirty eight. Uh, yeah, thirty eight. <laughs> uh, that's thirty two. Uh, yeah, uh, no, whatever. Anyway, it works. Free it's fine. Uh, but yeah, it was. And he did uh, it off the bench too. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was a crazy game. Uh, and, and again, he was he was shooting pretty efficiently. To, you know, eight threes will help you get there. Uh, obviously, yep, but yep, yeah, yep. not not really known as like an offensive guard, and he's really kind of just. Uh, another sprinkle on top of the, or he's the cherry on top rather. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe not the sprinkles. Uh, you know, maybe someone else <laughs> could be the sprinkles. I don't know. Um, uh, but you know, you you look at some of these guys on the on this roster, and they're they're just playing some of the best basketball of their career. Uh, and I think if they keep going up here, you know, we were giving our early MVP ballots, but. You know, Brandon Ingram has missed uh, about a week now with a, a lingering toe issue. Uh, yep. I, Zion could put himself in the MVP conversation already now in his career, which is yep. fucking crazy because it just seems like he's still just starting in the NBA because he's been out for so long uh, and missed yep. so much different time. And he's had so much like, controversy and whatnot. Uh, you know, you don't usually see guys come out the other side. All right. Uh, but yeah, 25 and six for, uh, for him as well in this game. So I'm, I'm really big on this Pelicans team, obviously. You know, I called this one before last year, uh, and uh, I'm hoping that this uh, this team will keep playing well because, uh, you know, they've, they've looked entertaining, and last playoffs they proved that they can, you know, hang in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what comes when the postseason, uh, you know, hits here. Uh, yeah, and also, yeah. JV, keep balling up. Uh, I mean, not that you play big that dog. well anymore, but, you know, keep balling up. Hey, you know what? He's he he does his job, uh, and and you know, big dog of the sort of month year, you know, watch. He's always in there, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he's he's killing it. Yeah, I mean, the 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 Pelicans now have 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 you know solidified themselves further, kind of up the standings now again. Like you know, they're they're in second in the West now, whereas you know, which is where I think we kind of saw them sort of in that range. Like I thought they could be mm-hmm. top three. Beginning of the year, uh, with the offensive weapons that they have, but yeah, it's it's impressive. They're they're winning recently without Ingram, um, and you know, like they're they're getting contributions, like again from all these young guys. Like, like I, I think you really like him. Like Trey Murphy uh, against the Raptors, uh, you know, I think it was on Wednesday. Like he 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 was killing them. Like he was mm-hmm. he is such a good you know release valve for them. Such a good shooter. Got such good length. He competes on the other end as well. Um, and then like the. You know, it's plain to see what the, the the Pelicans bring to the table offensively, and you know, and I'll get to Zion too in a second. But like, yeah. they've been more impressive defensively uh, than you know I think people thought, which is you know what's allowed them to to be where they are. Uh, you know, in, in the standings that you're here, like like defensive rating of third right now. I don't think anyone would have uh, you know pegged them for that kind of a team. You know, when the season started, Thank like, you. and they're just you know competing. You know, <laughs> Alvarado is a big part of that. Herb Jones, obviously, like I said, is a big part of that. Like they've they, mm-hmm. they've just got individual guys who really try, um, and I think it's kind of you know making everyone else pull up their boot, bootstraps. And you know, Willie Green deserves the credit for for you know putting a good defensive system together for you know with all these guys who aren't really known for it, at least you know at least at the top level when you're mm-hmm. looking at Zion Ingram and and, and McCollum. So. Like I've I've just been yeah really impressed with what they're doing defensively, um and 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 yeah Zion like he's he's it, it is crazy because it like it this is essentially like his second season out because he yeah. you know the one season was you know he barely played he he put together you know most of a season you know his all star season and then you know he was out for a, for a full one so this is like yeah. you know the second time he's he's up and running and. Uh, like he, yeah, he he's been great. Like he's been incredible. He, he's he's doing everything that you sort of expect him to do, um, and more. Scoring the ball, he's still like maybe the most efficient interior player since since Shaq. Like that's always been true about him. When he gets the ball in there, mm-hmm. you can be you can be short, you can be tall. It doesn't matter. He's just gonna you know his shoulders are so big. He just go, you know one dribble into you, he just goes up with it. Um, and so you know his his offense is super high percentage because of that. And and like he's he's been shooting it, you know, from everywhere, you know, decently well. Like, what's his three point percentage right now? I'm looking at it. Hold I'm on. gonna go thirty two percent. Probably not that good. It's probably even worse than that. 
but uh, yeah, he's he he's improving yeah, so, there. So his, yeah, he's he's under thirty percent this year. But yeah. it, you know, that, it's it's not really part of his game. But you know, like he he will hit you know mid range shots every once in a while. You know, it, it, in terms of shooting, he he's 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 been fine. He hasn't been hurting the team. Um, but like you know, seven boards. Uh, you know, he's he, he's been doing well there. And and career high in, in assists right now. For now, it's it's only at four. I think he can get up even higher. I, I think you know it. it if there's a point like where he needs to, like they haven't been really, they haven't had to go to the quote unquote point Zion thing, um, you know, recently, but like, I think, I think Zion, you know, it's interesting though, like how the lineups work because, you know, him running like a pick and roll and being kind of like a Draymond desk, like, um, you know, short roll passer every once in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when, whenever that happens, like it, it works. Like he he can find JV down low. Like it, it. You know, if they ever got sort of a more, you know, I, I don't know, dangerous offensive five. You know, maybe Jackson Hayes becomes that at some point, or you know, who knows? But like, yeah. Um, yeah. And and JV's doing fine in that role right now. But like, just you know, using using uh you know Zion as you know, the offensive weapon that he is, but also that, you know, he taking advantage of his, his court vision, which has always been really, really impressive for a guy, his size, um, you know, it, it'll add, you know, even more to the, 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 the Pelicans offense. And, and yeah, yeah. just like he, he, he's, he's just been great. He, he's been everything you want and he's been staying on the floor and he's been, you know, playing um, and, uh, and yeah, just defensively he's competing and uh, yeah, like the, the, the Pelicans, I, I, finally they're living up to that kind of potential we saw um and and i think a lot of people saw and i think uh yeah they're going to be scary but again that that third overall in defense that i think there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors there there's a little bit of you know early season kind of flukiness there and so i i think their their offense and zion's offense too um you know when we finally see it you know knock on wood we get to see zion in the playoffs i think that's going to be fine but uh, it, it's going to be whether their their defense can hold up uh, against the best teams in the playoffs. Uh, but other than that, you know, sky's the limit for for Zion and this team. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we're we're going to keep a close eye on the Pelicans, of course. Uh, we'll see how they bounce back. And again, not even one hundred percent healthy right now. Uh, no, and yeah. they get the Lakers' first round pick uh, yeah. this year, so they're they're only going to get more young talent. They're only going to get better. Uh, you know, they're probably a little bit pissed off to see Anthony Davis play. Uh, playing as well as yeah. he is right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, br- definitely a bright future ahead for, uh, you know, the, the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, it's uh, yeah, one of the most exciting teams in the league. Uh, definitely must-watch basketball. Um, what hasn't been much-watch basketball has been the Toronto Raptors, though. Uh, our yeah. team, you know, the North team, we've, uh, you know, we, we pumped their tires. We thought, you know, maybe this could be another uh, surprisingly good year. And, you know, they're still going to make the playoffs. I'm not that worried in that sense. You know, they're set seventh in the East right now. They're a game above 500. So you'd be thinking, oh, well, maybe uh, maybe they're the big dogs. They're sounding a little bitter. Maybe they're showing their age. Maybe they're just being bitches. I don't really know. <laughs> maybe uh, There's lots of things that probably go on in your guys' mind when you listen to us. But these Raptors have looked so uninspired. Yeah. And my biggest bone to pick right now has to be with uh, the Twitch streamer, uh, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, I think... It's a bit of a double double-edged sword here. Uh, it's not it's not just on him. I think also Nick Nurse is kind of I, I'm kind of uh, there's a lot that I want to unpack. My mind is unraveling <laughs> here. It's like a you know, it's a safe space. I can finally uh, open up my can of worms here. Um, you know, I think one Scotty needs to put more of a focus in his game and stop doing all this other fucking shit on the side. I don't want to see this subway commercial. I was gonna say yeah, the, he's got the uh, Scotty. Not funny. <laughs> Yeah, subway. Yeah, I, subway. I don't, I don't need. I don't need the bullway. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I don't need that. No. Uh, but and that's not really my biggest gripe with him. You know, obviously it's the play on the court. Sometimes he has good games, and sometimes <laughs> he has good not. He has good like statistical lines and everything. Uh, which you know that's that's all great and good. Um, but when you watch the game, it doesn't mean anything. Like Jordan, a great example of it was uh, you know that buzzer beater game against Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, that uh, they, they they lost to. In that game, we watched together and we said, "Wow, Scotty really fucking sucked today." And he finished with, I believe, twenty-eight yeah. and eleven. It doesn't matter. The stats can you can have the best lines, the best stats. It doesn't mean shit. Uh, and I think that's kind of something that a lot of Raptors box score watchers have uh, have lost here with Scotty is that you know at times, sure, he can be good. He, I, I still think he has a lot of potential. Um, but there's something about him that, like, I, I his game just he makes the dumbest decisions when the ball's in his hands. 
he really needs to start being smarter with the ball in his hands, and it's kind of hurting this team a lot. Uh, because again, if he uh, like the, the the flip side, like I've mentioned, kind of uh, with Nick Nurse, he needs to fucking stop just forcing everything with him. Yeah, like like Scotty can't shoot. He still can't fucking shoot. I don't know if Nick Nurse is still just uh, convinced from those uh, those uh, those hype videos that were getting dropped in the <laughs> summer. Uh, from the summer runs, but you can't, you can't do it. He just isn't that type of player. You just need to run through Siakam. Fred Van Vliet has been met. That Nets game was actually one of the worst things I've ever seen. That was uh, a was... insane, insanely bad performance yeah. uh, against a team they've actually been able to compete with. The last time they played them, it was a, it was a good matchup. So I, I really don't. <clears throat> I, I think right now this Raptors team, they've got to make a move. There has to be a move to be made here because I don't need to hear, oh, gee, you could be Defensive Player of the Year. I need to see some actual good basketball on the court here because uh, having this, this, I think this whole experiment now of the, all the six, seven guys has blown up in their face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did get a win last night, Matt, or was it last No, whenever, whenever their last Against game was. the Magic. Hey, they're, they're frisky, frisky, man, the frisky Magic. No, but the Magic are eight, the worst team in the league. <laughs> And people were acting like that's actually. They, I'm glad you reminded me. People were acting like that was fucking meant anything. Yeah, no, you're right. The Magic have eight losses in a row. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, like this is a team that you should be beating by thirty. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, the the, the game, the the Pelicans game and the Nets game were just they were they're awful. And like I, mm-hmm. you know, the the Raptors' offense is is despicable. You know. Usually, like the Raptors are not don't have good, you know, half court offense. You know, everyone's good in transition. You know, everyone talk like when people talk about like, you know, that's another pet peeve. You know, they're good trend in transition. You know, offensively, like yeah, everyone is. You know, anyone who's running, you know, with no one in front of them, yeah. Um, But you know, when you're looking at half court offense, the Raptors have been bad. You know, when they're led by Fred VanVleet, you know, ever basically ever since. Uh, you know, everyone left, uh, you know, after the championship year, um, you know, they, they, they've just not been great. And, you know, a big part of that, too, is losing, you know, guys like, you know, Gasol and Ibaka, who are kind of connectors like that. But, you know, since then, right up till now, mm-hmm. it has not been good. And, and that's been, you know, a problem. But this sort of bout of play recently, like this more sort of uninspired basketball for me has been more defensively. And Scotty Barnes, he, he's, he's looked like shit, you know, with the ball in his hands. But defensively he's just letting guys walk by him like he's just you know he's not even in his stance sometimes he's just up like on on the perimeter he's just lost the ability to defend somehow like out of nowhere and and you know every everyone else you know it kind of trickles down you know og's holding a lot of things together kind of on both ends of the floor here uh you know recently like he's he's been awesome defensively i think you know without og the raptors might you know, fall from eighth in defense to like twenty eighth in defense. I think he's doing all the fucking heavy lifting, um, and and like that that just can't be the case for this team full of athletes. You know, you should be you know you should be honestly you could be top five in defense. Like no no problem if all of these guys were locked in and trying. Um, and then yep. you know like the 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 offensive issue. Uh, you know, early on in the year, we're talking about the half court offensively, you know, Pascal was solving a lot of those problems because he was so, so good. Like him alone, you know, you could feed him. He was, he was so good that he was demanding double teams, which is, you know, a a form of half court offense in itself. If you have a a player that good, you swing the ball around um, and and everything works out. And so I am trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that Pascal did just recently come back. It's been like, what, like three, two or three games. He, yeah, they, like two. they need to work him back in. You know, they, I, I don't know if Scotty was mad that he was, you know, Nick Nurse benched him when, when Pascal came back in his first game or what, but like Scotty needs to, you know, calm down and just remember that he's a second year player and that this happens to a lot of second year yeah. players as well. You know, it's the, the, the sophomore slump, you know, every, whatever you want to call it. Like that's another thing too, you know, us as fans, I think we got to, you know, just, pump the brakes a little bit in in terms of you know what we expect from him effort there effort no we can get mad at him for effort you know like yeah. that that that's that's something he should always be putting in and just you know skills and things that we already know he has like if he's doing dumb shit that's one thing but if you're looking at the stats and everything like there's no reason to panic you know he's he's still you know putting up his points he's had a couple good games in a row he's been rebounding better recently as well and i think i actually do think the raptors I think they had a players only meeting, I think, after those couple, you know, bad losses that we're talking about. And I think I think they're going to be fine. But I think, you know, with it, it was an adjustment with Pascal coming back. And then, you know, what, whatever it was, I, I don't know how it, you know, sort of permeated through the whole team, but they just were not inspired at all. They looked like shit. They were walking around no. defensively. They were awful. And you can't. 
you just can't have stretches like that when the East is so competitive, uh, and and when you have mm. you know you know uh, like plans to to go and win a first round series possibly like that, that that just can't happen. So I I I do think they'll be fine, but you know we'll, we'll see. We'll have to monitor it because if they start kind of slacking, like they're not good enough. They're not good enough to slack. They they got to be you know pedal yeah, to the metal the yeah. whole time. And in, in terms of a move, like I don't know, man. Like. Uh, I, I think I might get the wrath of, you know, Raptors Twitter, our fans. Uh, what do we think about Fred Van Vliet, Matt? Well, I was just about to say, I'm starting to get worried about him as the leader. Just because this, just... Is a, this is a weird thing, but I swear to God, that, that people will do, and you'll get what I'm saying. He's really started dwelling on potential hypothetical situations. He was talking yeah. about how if Kawhi stayed, they would have gone a three-peat. He's talked about, you know, yeah. oh, when we get to the playoffs, oh, well, you know, we might be shitty, we're playing kind of shitty right now, but when we get to the playoffs, no one wants to play us, yeah. oh, it's going to be tough. And it's like, Fred, no, 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 focus on losing by 50 right now, focus <laughs> on the game ahead yeah. of you, uh, you know, we got to we gotta get this all sorted out first, um, and I, and, you know, I, I still think it's good to have him, but that's also partly because we don't have any other options, we have that's, to have him. That's what point. I'm thinking. Like, like I hear, I'm hearing all this stuff about Gary Trent Jr. Uh, and, and possibly going out. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Gary Trent Jr. is a great player for us, and he's our only real, real like, true two. Yeah. And he's not an undersized two like Fred is an undersized point guard. Like, he's a good shooting guard. And I know there's the issue of, you know, paying him or whatever, but that's not going to come up for a while. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry too much about that right now. I Like, if you're trying to win this year... I don't understand why you would get rid of Gary Trent Jr. Like, unless you have, you're getting someone back who's equally, you know, uh, who knows. But like, um, I'm I'm more looking at Fred, and I love Fred. I love Fred Van Vliet. He will always be a Raptors legend. Honestly, at this point, retire his fucking jersey. He was he got a Finals MVP vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was yeah. instrumental in that team. He, we would not have won the chip without him uh, if he didn't perform like he did in that Milwaukee Game Five uh, when he hit. I think it was the Game Five when he hit seven threes or whatever it was Mm -hmm. like he is incredible he's already a raptors legend but i can't with this short little guy running our offense anymore you know going into the 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 basket you know getting swatted uh you know pulling up for three like he's kyle lowry in transition and I, i i don't hate it when everything's going well and like i wouldn't be opposed to keeping him if we i don't know got another point guard that we could throw in there every once in a while but whether it's trading him and getting someone back or trading someone other than Gary, someone less important in this fucking rotation, and getting another point guard in there who can run things. The Raptors need that so bad. Because it can't be Malachi Flynn. uh, If it can, can, Nick Nurse is never going to give him the chance, (laughs) clearly. Um, I thought this was going to be the year, but uh, no. Um, I thought his program runs were enough to to entice Nick Nurse, but uh, no, no, he's he's, he's standing firm. Uh, But we just need another point guard. And and, and, And I'm just, I'm circling that position. I'm circling Fred. And I'm saying, you know, th- this is where the upgrade needs to come. I want a bigger fucking guy who can, you know, not not worry about his own shot and just set these guys up. Because you've got an amazing OG right now. And you've got an amazing Pascal. Like, OG and Pascal are enough of a, like, offensive weapon, uh, you know, on the wings, uh, you know, by themselves. Yeah. To oh, cause yeah. real problems for other people. And then you've got, when you've got the shooters like Gary Trent and, you know, big guys like like Boucher and everything. And you've got, uh, you know, Scotty doing all the dirty work. That works. And honestly, sometimes I'm just looking at it and I'm like, is Fred Van Vliet? Like you know, skill wise, the uh, the the odd man out here is he like the guy kind of holding us back? Um, I know it's kind of blasphemous. I'm not saying get rid of him, but I think that's a position that needs to be addressed. Yeah, well, I I, I think that the guard depth for the Raptors has been such an issue for a long time. It's awful, uh, and I think you know it also doesn't help. Uh, you know, to give him some credit and you know even an extension a lot of these guys that have been in the lineup that haven't been injured. Again, another problem. I think Nick Nurse, if we're talking about blasphemy, that fucking guy needs to be held accountable. I don't care if he won a championship. <laughs> that was three years crazy. ago. He does he runs these guys into the ground. Uh, you know, they're yeah. playing heavy minutes every That's single the other game. Thing. So I I, I, yeah. I don't think that we can expect, you know, Fred Van Vliet to be able to play at like an elite level when he's probably fucking fatigued and he's gassed. And we've seen this happen <laughs> in the last two seasons that they I can't know. do it. But he just doesn't seem to have the trust in these bench guys. No, he doesn't want to play them. Uh, and then the system yeah. doesn't work because if you don't have these guys that are playing at full strength, then it just doesn't work. And then you play a team that's got fresh legs and you're fucked. Uh, yeah. So it's just the blueprint's out on how to beat the Raptors now. 
And, uh, you know, without the rest, like we're still a while, a while away from, you know, any kind of break. So the Raptors yep. are going to they're going to need to find something, some way to fi- fix this, some way to sort this out. Because, uh, you know, there's also, you know, the struggles on the interior, like, uh, you know, can they get a, a, a more reliable center? I don't know. Um, but this is just uh, I, I think I'm starting to I've got the panic button sitting on my desk. It's official. I'm not I'm not hitting it. I think that they can totally bounce back and shut us up. But uh, this Raptors team definitely has uh, some things that they need to work out on. And, uh, you know, uh, I think everybody should temper expectations, uh, you know, for, for the rest of this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, there, yeah, there's just still a few out, outstanding things they need to fix. But, like, I'm still, I'm still fine. Like, as a Raptors fan, I'm still happy with what's going on because they have looked really good. Like, you know, when Pascal came back, they beat the – the Cavs for the second time mm-hmm. this year, you know, yep. a team that's been very, very good. And, you know, they, they, I think they play the Celtics tonight. They always seem to, you know, no matter what's going on, they seem to, you know, compete against the Celtics and, and be in a close game. So we'll see if they can, you know, take that energy, you know, that we're, that we're talking about, you know, the, 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 the players meeting and all that, you know, the, them trying to, you know, get back on the right track and see if they can they do that against, you know, the best team in the league, you know, the, the, the Celtics here. But um, like, yeah, there's still things that need to be fixed that are, doable this year like that are that you can you can go and find these guys and and it would make a huge difference so yeah yeah um yeah i i would i yeah definitely temper expectations i you know that they, they haven't looked you know like <laughs> they haven't blown blown us out of the water um but it, it's fixable which is what mm-hmm. makes it kind of frustrating so so hopefully they can do it but but uh, yeah i would say yeah don't trade gary trent man he's been good he's been yeah, great yeah uh, yeah, it's, uh, and we could go on for, you know, the, probably a whole podcast just, uh, you know, yeah. uh, chop and chop <laughs> here. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll, uh, I'm sure there will, there'll be more Raptors conversations to be had very soon, but, uh, to move on yeah. here, uh, you know, another kind of trouble in paradise situation, but in the Eastern conference, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young, uh, you know, he's, he's missed out. Uh, it was a, a kind of a big, a bit, bit of a beef. They got beef. Another coach beef. in Atlanta, who'd have thunk? Uh, with Trey Young, uh, you know, missing that Friday game after uh, having a, a bit of a spat, a bit of a quarrel with uh, head coach Nate McMillan. Uh, apparently, you know, it, it's Trey Young dealing with a bit of a shoulder injury. Uh, it's been kind of plaguing him, uh, and yeah. essentially, it just came down to I think two big personalities uh, not wanting to uh, let the other one control what the the other person was doing. Uh, yeah. Nate, Mc, Nate McMillan telling Trey he has to show up to shoot around or uh, not show up to the arena. And then Trey Young decided to take off the, uh, the you know that that shoot around without telling McMillan uh, or consulting yeah. with him. Came to the arena expecting to play, and then was told he was not going to be playing. Uh, and yeah. this is when I see sh- shit like this, I get, I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's like, you know what, man? He's a grown man, Nate, and he's making millions and millions of dollars, and he's the face of your <laughs> franchise. And people that pay their hard-earned money. To come out, if he can play and you're able to play him, I don't want to show up and then go, oh, yeah, I just paid 150 bucks for this ticket. And that's, yeah, if you're living in the GTA, you know, the Raptors game, you're not getting in for 150 bucks anymore. Uh, nope. No, no, but, no, no, no. But, yeah, you, uh, you, you, walk, you walk into, what is it, State Farm Arena uh, over there uh, in, uh, uh, in Arena what do they call in Atlanta, it? something what like they that. They call it, like, the Palace the, or the something. Fortress. Or the Fortress. Or the Fortress. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, they, they, I would be, if I was an Atlanta fan, so fucking pissed. If uh, the best player was just told he had to now sit out because the coach and him are having a bit of a spat, uh, so I, I, I Jordan, well, I guess the, the biggest question too here though is, do you think this is something that we should be considered about or concerned about uh, rather? Because the you know the the, yeah. the, the Trey Young is a, a great talent, but you know is he going to get a coach? He's going to get that coach killer moniker because uh, you know McMillan, you're not going to oh, win yeah. that battle. They're going to choose him over you. Uh, yep, yep, that's for sure, and. Like, in a scenario like this, I think two things can be true. Like, I think, uh, like, <laughs> I I actually 100% agree with you. Like, like yeah, he, he Trey Young is a a a, a grown ass paid professional man uh, who, you know, if he if he doesn't want to go to shoot around, what's the point of making him go to shoot around if he doesn't want to be there? I'll probably just kind of walk through it anyway. Like, it, like yeah. I I don't understand what the you know the big issue is. Like, if you if you look at all the like coaches that are kind of you know 
beloved by players, none of them are the ones like this who like make yeah. you do like the the shit like like you know Doc has kind of fallen off of a cliff in terms of uh, how respected he is as a coach. But you go back, you know, when he was thought of as one of the best coaches in the league with those, you know, the the Celtics teams, he didn't make them do anything. He didn't even make them practice because he you know he he had a relationship with them, like he treated them like you know they're kind of equal, mm-hmm. um, and didn't uh, you know you know sort of listen to what they wanted to do and you know it, that it, it played into it too that they were all fucking old guys but like it's yeah. the same kind of idea you know you think of guys like phil jackson you think phil jackson ever really cared if anyone showed up to shoot around like phil jackson yeah. was you know he was he was chill like he, well, he, was, Michael he, he Jordan was gonna let you do what he wanted to Kobe. do yeah exactly um but and then you look at it the other side all the coaches who fizzle out and fail are the ones who try and treat the nba nba teams like like they're a college team like they try and fucking like uh you know make these guys do suicides basically and like you know really bring bring down the letter of the law and try and like you know make a program or whatever you know look at boiling in chicago yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. like all all, all these guys yeah so it's like those guys don't work you 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 can't treat uh you know professional athletes like this like Mm. this is not the level to do it at this makes no sense uh they're getting paid more than you they're more important to the product than you uh so 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 i think that's true but I also think there are some players that are just babies and that like are, are stupid. Sure. Like yeah, Trey yeah. Young, what the fuck is wrong with like uh, like I just like you can also just you know decide if you're Trey Young to be on the same page as your coach and say okay I'm going to come to shoot around whatever maybe I don't want to like you can decide to be like you know a leader and 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 you know have that rapport and have yeah you know, and I just think this is another instance of of Trey Young you know like. Oh, Basically, since they made the Eastern Conference Finals, every time he talks about it, you know, saying shit like, oh, the regular season's kind of boring now. Um, and like all, all, all this other stuff, you know, the, the issues he's had with Collins and stuff. Like, I think Trey Young's a bit of a, a diva, like a, a bit of a, you know, a guy who just, you know, things can't sort of, yeah, <laughs> things can't, you know, sort of run smoothly when he's your leader and, and, and you're always going to have, you know, issues uh, of some kind mm-hmm. at, at some point. Like, I, I just don't think he's... Uh, He's all that mature yet as a leader of a group. So I think both of those things are true. So I'm I'm kind of, you know, I don't know who exactly to go with, but like like Nate McMillan, just chill. Like if he doesn't yeah. want to come, he doesn't want to come. And also don't sit him out. That's not going to help your chances of winning in this, uh, you know, tough, tough, uh, you know, Eastern Conference. So, um, yeah, I, I think... He he better be careful because, like you said, he he's out of there. If there's any, there, there's not there's not a single question. You know, if, if if there's tension, and if if one of them says, you know, it's either him or me, yeah, we know where it's going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and and I get what you're saying too because I, I I agree that like you know as a professional athlete, you're not also just above everything. Uh, you know, I think I think part yeah. of this was almost you know they both wanted to be petty against the other. Uh, that Trey Young yeah. didn't want to have to report that he wasn't going to be going to the shoot around because I don't think the problem was that he did he missed it. I think that he had the option to take it off, but, uh, you know, he just didn't want to even clear or talk to him. And then it's like, okay, well, this is now inappropriate behavior in the workplace, I suppose. Uh, But it's it's I don't know. It's when it comes to shit like this, you just don't want to put your own ego ahead of your team's success. There's other ways that you can, you know, make this work. You can have sit downs. You can make this. You can figure this out. I mean, at the end of the day, you're supposed to yeah. be both grown adults. But, uh, again, it's kind of that power struggle and that power dynamic. So I think, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, this is just McMillan trying to say, I don't give a shit who you are. Uh, you know, this is my team. I'm going to run it the way I want it. And if you don't buy in, then you're not going to get out of the court. Uh, and we've seen this happen with you know, other teams. But it's just it never ends well. This is kind of but, the uh, beginning yeah. of the end, usually. That's what that indicates. But it's just weird because McMillan is a good coach, and he turned this yeah. Atlanta Hawks team around. Like, he did a great job with them. And, then, again, when they made that yep. Cinderella run, like you mentioned, the Eastern Conference Finals, there's been no really inkling that this is happening, or at least uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, and now here we are. No. Like, it's it, that was Friday, and now we're at Monday uh, as of recording this. So we'll, we'll see if this, you know, will continue to be maybe an issue because, yeah, and then... The Hawks, again, we're looking like potential, you know, contenders again this year with that DeJounte Murray edition, uh, and everyone's still playing well over there. I don't know if, uh, you know, this, this could easily just derail the entire season, and that would really be a shame for, uh, you know, a team that has made the right moves and done the right things and played well on the court uh, for it to literally go all tumbling down and crashing down just because two guys, uh, you know, want to wanna try and big dog the other. Yeah. 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 Like I think, 
Trey Young, yeah, he's, he's he's a bit of a clearly trying to sort of flex his muscles yeah. here, and you know, so, you know, demonstrate that he's the one who runs the organization 100. percent And and yeah, McMillan, like the the issue is though, like you can't you can't do it if you have a player who's going to be like that. You kind of have to just let them be like that, especially if they're a star player. Mm-hmm. You can't try and come from your end and try and you know puff out your chest as well. You're you're not going to win the battle. It's not going to work. So you either have to accept that you've got a guy like that on your team or like you know hope he sort of matures through time and and you know um because again no 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 good coach ever has succeeded with the mcmillan approach at least that he's trying to do right now in terms of um you know i've got a star player and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna strong arm arm them they're gonna you know see who's boss here in this uh you know organization it doesn't work you know the, the the best coaches they might be stern and like they they'll have expectations for players but it's more so that they they've gained the respect from that player and the player like respects yeah. them to lead them not they're not like you know scared into leading them and uh and yeah Trey Young's got that dog in him you're not going to he's, he's not going to back down from a fight so so uh yeah we'll see i mean he's there, there's no sort of you know disciplinary action or anything yeah, yeah. I, I think McMillan called it a miscommunication um and there yeah he's 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 going to come back against the thunder today so we'll see if the hawks can can get a win but uh i i hope you know, I, I I hope for the Hawks, who, you know, have been looking good this year. Like, they've got a pretty bright, uh, you know, prospects going into the, you know, through the rest of the year and into the playoffs, hopefully. Um, yeah, I, I hope they, they they don't sort of blow it out needlessly. 100%, I agree. Yeah, uh, I'm calling it uh, SGA hits a dagger. 108-104. Low-scoring game tonight. Damn. And, uh, Nate, Mc, and Nate McMillan spits on Trey Young's face. He slaps him across the, the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, to, to move on to, to end off the podcast, uh, we thought we would uh, we we'd address uh, the the rumors and talk about it, even though uh, it we is both true. Ag- <laughs> I can we confirm both, it. We we both uh, we both agree. You know, uh, this isn't it's not coming from the, the most credible source out there, but uh, it's it's almost comical uh, to to think about and to to mention because it also of just all the people to have named, I just thought that it was this was the funniest. <laughs> This was by far the funniest, you know, person to have. Like when I saw it, I thought it was fake. Um, but yeah, uh, Kanye West, the uh, the known uh, neo Nazi, uh, supporting uh, you know all these uh, this crazy shit, uh, you know, at the end of his big tirade on uh, on Infowars, uh, Kim Kardashian. And Chris Paul having an affair? <laughs> Out of all these people, yeah. he pulls up this photo of Cliff Paul. I mean, I don't know what. Uh, I, I, I don't even. Yeah, everyone <laughs> said like, where the hell Cliff. did he? Where the hell did he even where get is the this photo? photo? No, it's but like this some is kind what of I like think. A yearbook or like a team directory or something. I don't know what the fuck that was. But uh, yeah, Kim Kardashian being accused of having an affair with Chris Paul, who's also married, and I got pretty sure like a. A known family man. I could be wrong on that, uh, but it, it seems like no, he's got his kids so. in the State Farm commercial. Yeah, yeah, little little Chris or whatever his his kid's name is. Little uh, Chris. Yeah, uh, but here's what, 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 the the speaking about the photo though, Matt. That there's just some mis- miscommunication. Kanye wasn't talking about Chris Paul. He's talking about the guy above him in oh, the photo, the old Dalio. Uh, yeah, the guy. <laughs> that's who it was. I think that's why you know where all the confusion has stemmed from. I don't know who this Dalio guy is. I can only see his nose and his mouth. Doesn't really look like Kim's type, but you know who knows. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Chris, it, it was such a ridiculous. Like when yeah, when I saw that, I also saw it. Thought it was fake because I was just looking at. I, I mean, I was I was completely enthralled, and you know, or I, I don't know. It was like a car crash. I couldn't look away. I was watching all oh, the yeah, clips from the course. fucking Infowars yeah. uh, uh, interview or whatever it was, which was you know one of the craziest things I've actually ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah. And then you know. The, but the Chris Paul thing, like, I, I didn't really believe it. Like, it didn't really make sense to me. Like, there was no other rumblings. But then you and I talked about it. The the Drake photo from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, or was it a couple years ago? When was it? When was it? When did no, you, when not did you even, post that? I think that? it was this past, uh, it was only the last, like, year. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. They Whenever just it was. Had, they, they had a beef not that long when they ago. Had their I, beef, yeah. I can't even remember what the fuck it was about. These guys just know. get into arguments about nothing. But, uh, yeah, yeah the, it, it was that, 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 that image is, uh, is definitely suspect, you know, during that beef. Uh, Drake and his boys all wearing Chris Paul jerseys, all different kinds of Chris that, Paul jerseys. That, well, that's the thing. I mean, if that photo didn't exist, I wouldn't believe this at all. But the fact that that's out there, I'm like, is there something to this? But, like, maybe Kanye just suspected it and, you know, that word got out to Drake and then he was trolling him or whatever somehow. Well, but, like, everybody for, always for, for whatever reason, I don't believe this happened. Well, everyone points out, you know, Devin Booker, who is he date? A Jenner. 
They're going so over to the is, house together, yeah, man. Got, they, he's got the just, end. Ugh. He's just a you know, CP3 is known for the assist. Devin Booker was just sauce one out for him, man. Uh, but <laughs> but everyone, everyone on Twitter, Twitter is ridiculous, man. I hope it never dies. But you know, they're they're saying <laughs> uh, Chris Paul, you had the Kardashian curse the whole time. We just didn't know, man. That would be so sad. Oh. That'd be an awful, awful. That would ex- events, that would explain and, the Western and, Conference Final. That would that would all make sense. But but back then, you know, the Clippers, Blake, you mm-hmm. know, who was Blake, you know, going out True. with, uh, you know, a lot of that time. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it Chris had the in the entire time, man. There was uh, you can't avoid you know, it. What, what, what was stopping him? him? No, he's been chasing him. But I also I also think. I think Chris Paul. Uh, how old is? Or not how old? How how tall is Kim Kardashian? Because I just feel like I think she wears guys, a lot of the heels. Dated, like, she's dated, yeah. But she's probably but Chris is, Paul's a bit short. She's probably around his height. I would think she's probably around yeah, his height. Yeah, and, that'd and be yeah, weird. I mean, she also yeah. A lot of the people she's been with are all tall as shit. So I uh, very very tall, except for Kanye. Um, but uh, that's true. Yeah. So. Okay. You know what? That's true. Chris Paul's got to be taller than Kanye. Uh, but uh, you know, she dated Chris Humphreys. When I'm thinking about mm-hmm. the basketball players, she, maybe he uh, played she on the with, uh, uh, or the Hornets, I guess back then. Uh, who knows? But it must have been he, someone. Maybe back he there. did. He went all over the place. Yep. Yeah. Someone. He had an in from somebody. Uh, D- David West. What were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paja. Yeah. Paja. Would you lead Tyson Chandler? Yeah. Yeah, that could be that them, could be good. Uh, but yeah, fifteen years. Who knows? Maybe this is really this is what it's all been. Everyone, why why can't Chris Paul get a ring? Why can't he do it? <laughs> this is it. This is why. Uh, oh, so who my knows? God. Uh, yeah, obviously not. Uh, d- d- not not going to buy too much into the whatever Kanye has to say or whatever stock he's uh, putting out there. But uh, yeah, the Chris Paul rumor that was one of the funnier NBA accusations I've seen in, in quite some time. So uh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, Chris, if you if you weren't married, I'd be saying good for you. Uh, but Chris, if Chris was, come on the show. Sure, set yeah, the record straight. Yeah, CP3. We'll, we'll tweet at him. We're all, we're giving you this opportunity. Yeah, yeah, let's do so, it. So uh, and everybody everybody spam him. Yeah, and everybody should also yeah make sure when we call Chris Paul out to get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Help us out. Let's get Chris Paul on here. Let's uh, let's squash whatever uh, him and he, he Kanye's claimed against him. We'll also get Kim Kardashian on here so we can get both sides. Everybody can you know confirm and uh, you know we'll 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 go through all the we'll clear out the dirty laundry here uh but yeah be sure to follow us at uh, big dog ball yep. talk and uh, we'll be back on friday for another episode of the podcast and you know of course get out of this as well if there's anything you want us to talk about any segments anything that uh, you feel uh we, we've been missing out on you know we, we we're always open here yep. uh to what you guys want so uh, at big dog ball talk and uh matt jordan we'll be back friday it's big dog ball talk that's right as my good friend jordan always says you know, Matt, Graduation is still really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's a great album. Mm-hmm. But after this, I, 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 I'm calling. I'm telling you right now, Matt, I will not listen to another single Kanye West track. Not in my life. Really? Probably. I, I was going to say, well, I think that's going to be tough, man, uh, because you know, you're going to hear it on the car. Oh, commercial. I love Kanye so much, man. The, early, oh, the man, music. The early, yeah. the early stuff. The music, I'm, I'm just going to take the L on. I'm not the... It's, <laughs> it, it's not the same to me. It's a different person. It's not the same. I'm just going to yeah. make the differentiator. There's plenty of musicians and people that are fucking crazy that uh, you know, don't do anything uh, and then just uh, you know, ruin everything for you. So just pretend it's not him. Pretend it's uh, all... Uh, pretend it's all uh, Lupe Fiasco or something. Yeah, yeah, good plan. But it's it's rough, man. It's uh, you know I I, I can't believe uh, I'm I'm watching this man you know fall apart uh, you know uh, you know publicly. It's uh, it's pretty pretty sad, pretty messed up. Yeah. But uh, you know what? He I think he's just doing it for attention. So I, I hope no one's really taking uh, anything that he says seriously because otherwise it's uh, you know pretty uh, you know maybe the most hurtful stuff you can say. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go wild, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye, you can come on the show too, man. We'll uh, we'll sort you yeah. out. We'll sort yeah, you we'll, out. We'll extend the invite to you as well, yeah.